moment of connection where I come in here and I share with you on a weekly basis a tactic or a tip or some advice that I have developed around the world of growing and nurturing great relationships. And today, I'm going to talk about how the way that you ask a question can affect not just your answer, but your potential to build relationships with the person who you're asking and the people around you. So anytime that you are in a group and you get to ask a question, whether you are in a group of five people or you are at a panel event for the Chamber of Commerce or you're at a conference where they let you go to Q&A with the keynote speaker or whoever presented. If you just ask the person, the expert, let's call them, a direct question, you're going to get an answer that may or may not satisfy you. What are your top three things that you would do to grow your business? It's going to be a very systematic, ah, do this, that, this. However, if before you ask the question, you contextualize for the expert and for the audience the pain point of where this question is coming from, you empower the expert to give you a much better answer. And on top of that, you create a scenario where everybody in the audience can now connect with you. I'll give you an example. I was at the Capitalism Conference in early 2019. AJ Vaynerchuk had just finished giving a keynote presentation and they opened up the floor and a bunch of people came up and asked, how do I build a sports agency? Uh, how was it like being Gary Vee's brother? Whatever, right? When I asked AJ the question, I said, AJ, when I hear your story, I see some things in you that I see in my story. You had this older brother that has a larger-than-life success story that you've always admired and wanted to work with, and then at a certain point you were doing that, and you decided to go a different way and start your own sports agency and be your own guy. I have this really successful father that I greatly admire and I always wanted to be like when I grew up and at a certain moment I decided I wasn't born to be a executive like him. I was more of a connector, rainmaker, marketer type. How did you decide that when you wanted to change courses and not be exactly like him, how did you deal with the idea that you might just be a quitter. AJ took that in, gave me a really beautiful, profound answer. The first thing he asked me is if I was a quitter. I said no, and he's like, well, there you go. But he gave me a great answer. And we went back and forth a little bit. When he would answer me, I would then recontextualize what he said to me so that he could re-explain it in a more accurate way. And as soon as that panel finished, 
walking out of the building because it was lunchtime and somebody comes up to me and they go, you know, man, when you asked AJ that question, I felt like me, you know, like my music career, like I, I wanted to be a musician for a really, really long time. And at a certain point, I just realized, no, man, I just got to I got to start this other e-commerce business. This isn't going to pay the bills. And I had to fight myself to tell myself I wasn't a quitter. And I just heard myself in your question. And multiple of the people came up to me afterwards, you know, throughout the conference. This was the first day saying that they connected with that pain point. Right. So. Giving the pain point of where the problem came from before asking for the solution allowed people to identify with where I was and where it was coming from. And it led to better relationships. It led to more relationships from that question than just getting a one-word answer from AJ, right? Like, well, it's because I'm not a quitter, right? So I now apply this formula whenever I get a chance to ask a question in public like this. I've evolved a little bit to, usually I'll start off with some kind of acknowledgement of the person that I'm asking, right? I, I, I genuinely compliment them about something I admire about them or something that they've done for somebody else or for me or something I've learned. Then I go into that pain point. I say, when I see you, I see this and I relate to it like this. And because of that, I think that you can answer me this. Once they give that response, I reiterate to him what I heard. Okay, so I'm hearing A and B. Is that about right? And I let them, you know, dive a little bit deeper if they want or just say, yeah, man, you got it, right? To make sure everybody got it. And then at the end, I'm always seeking value, right? So I'm always like looking for a moment in a speech who says, I'm going to tell the story later or, or something like that. But I always try to concede back time to the person to like talk about something that they cared about. And I recently got the chance to have a you know quick 10-minute conversation with Hal Elrod. And I approached it the same exact way. Hal Elrod, the author of The Miracle Morning. I approached it the same way. This was a Zoom call at Podmax in front of about 60 other people. And you're now going to hear how I applied this formula to ask Hal Elrod how he goes about building relationships. Enjoy. Uh, Hal, good to talk to you, man. This is hey, cool. Hey, Pablo. Nice to see you, brother. Good to see you too, man. You know, first of all, two of my best friends, Richard and Whitney Ritchie, um, were going through a real tough time, right? Especially Rich was going through some health problem, and uh, he implemented your Miracle Morning routine, and his wife did it, and they've implemented it as a family with their kids. And it's really, really changed their life, man. And they're bringing up this amazing family unit. And uh, I just want to thank you for that. Like, it's it's two people I love very much. And and the effect you've had there has, has been spectacular, man. So thank you for that. You you are welcome. And thank you for sharing that. That means so much to me. All right. Um, how I'm a guy that's uh, obsessed with relationship building, right? Like, and I'm like a super networker and a really big extrovert and I'm driven by bringing people together. And it's it was really easy just having that obsession on the low, low and, 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 and doing my thing. And now as, as my star starts to rise, I, I find that I have a certain amount of time in the day. And um, if I don't say no strategically to certain opportunities and relationships, it's, it, it, it harms the mission of what I'm trying to do. 
And I look at you as somebody whose star has meteoric, meteorically risen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, get where, I get where you're going. Yeah. And, and, um, and you've, and you kind of did it in, in kind of a similar, right? Like interviewing people that you've affected and putting them on a pedestal and, and showing them on your stage is brilliant. Uh, but my question is, as your star was starting to rise and you were starting to feel that pressure, how did you begin to kind of decide how to say no to things once you were past the point of just say yes to everything and you had to really recognize your own limits? How did you, yeah. how did you choose who to build relationships with at that point? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And uh, the going back to flying by the seat of my pants, right? I, I don't know that I have a real, you know, rigid vetting process. Um, I think it's a lot of into, you know, a little more intuitive. Um, but it did definitely come to saying no to anything that wasn't in alignment with my my focus, immediate focus, right? Um, and so, and you know, I have an assistant, which it's very helpful that she, you know, she's kind of the gatekeeper in terms of she's able to like she knows how to respond to to people and she does often check with me and be like hey you know this person they sound like you guys are like old high school friends i'm like never heard of them like so you know um but uh but but so great example is right now the miracle morning movie premiere is 12 12 2020 and for probably about a month or two now um my assistant like i basically once i started to realize dude you know wow we're we have more to get done for this movie launch than we have time. Like, at least I feel like then we have time to get done. It's crunch time, you know, for the next four or five months. And so it was her saying, um, uh, Hal is laser focused on the movie premiere and please circle back after the first of the year, right? Cause it's 12, 12, 2020. So after the first of the year and, uh, and, and then again, she like right now, she's aware that if it's something that's in alignment with my mission, which is to reach a hundred thousand people, you know, on that date of a hundred thousand people watch the movie live. Um, then that's when she calls me or texts me and says, Hey, this person messaged they've, you know, they like, for example, I did an interview yesterday. Um, you know, this, this gal, uh, she's the vice president of a, of a financial company. They have 35,000 employees. She's a raving miracle morning fan. And so basically the only yeses I'm saying right now is if I'm getting in front of an audience that's, that's significant, because normally I say yes to most podcast interviews, you know, um, and that's had to change also change a little bit. Like when you get to a, like you your star rises, now you're getting more, you're like, well, okay, if I, how am I going to determine which to say yes? If I can't say yes to them all, then you kind of have to set a criteria go, okay, well, I just, and I like, I don't even like having to say no, but I like, I just, I have to protect my time and I have to be able to say yes to the, those that are going to reach the most amount of people. Right. And so for me right now, that's kind of where it is. It's like, I'm trying to reach a lot of people with this message. And so that's kind of where, where the criteria, you know, is, is if, if there's a significant reach that they have, then um, yeah, I'll, I'll potentially sit down and do an interview. Um, and then if not, you know, then, then I, I may not be able to. So I'm hearing two things, right? If I could kind of distill yeah. it, right. I'm hearing be really crystal clear on what your end goal is, right? Like as if you're very clear on your mission that allows you to shed extra weight. Yep. And then I'm also hearing on a more basic level, listen to your body, right? Like if you're, if you're flying by the seat of your pants, are you, are you kind of like just in tune with that gut intuition of this feels right? Something like that. Yeah. Just 
like just feel it. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, just feel if it's a yes or a no. Um, and again, the, uh, and, 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 and there's, you know, because being clear on the mission, it's not as much, I don't have to be as much gut right now as well, look, this is a, you know, this is a brand new podcaster. Like when I was new and or when I, when the miracle morning came out and for years, I mean, until probably I just started getting too many requests, maybe a couple of years ago, I said yes to every single podcast. Right. Um, and, and I did it for two reasons. Uh, number one is, um, the, well, you know, you never know, maybe that podcaster is going to blow up and be big and you're their first episode. I thought that'd be kind of cool to be the first episode, you know, that kind of thing. But then there's just a big part of me, which is why it's so hard to say no, you know, um, and I'm glad I have Tiffany to be able to say no for me. So I don't have to deal with the emotional, like, I don't want to reject somebody, but, um, but I always put myself in other people's shoes. I always try to do that. And so in the beginning, I'm like, if I were a new podcaster, and I was reaching out to someone, an author whose book I read that I love, right? I would hope they would say yes. And like that for me was how I made the decision early on that I'm saying yes to everyone. Um, you know, and again, I did that until I got to the point, like you said, if your star rises, then you have to create some criteria. So it's just creating criteria. Um, you know, is it an alignment with your mission? Uh, and, you know, and it, it, it is it an alignment at, at the level that you can allocate time, you know, relative to how many requests are coming in. That makes sense, man. So if you were to take podcasts out of it and just like, who do you become friends with these days, right? Like take out, take out the short-term goal of the movie, right? Like as far as like growing friendships out of the people that come into your inner circle, do you find, do you see any commonality in how that evolves? So I'm at a place, I just, I, you know, I live by my values, right? Of course. And, and um, so I, I try to help everyone I can and support everyone I can. And of course, just be a good kind, you know, loving human being to every person that I come in contact with, right? And there's obviously relationship building in just, you know, hey, the, Hal did, couldn't do the thing I asked him to do, but he was very gracious about how he communicated and, and reject, you know, or, or turned me down or whatever. Um, and, uh, and then I'm also, you know, at a point, honestly, where I, uh, I, I feel my capacity is really limited. Chemo really messed up my brain. Um, and this is, uh, and so I really struggle with my cognitive function right now. Like when I'm, when I'm talking, I, I, I do okay. But when I'm just looking at my to-do list or my computer, like I really struggle mentally um, to, to prioritize, to focus. Like I'm, it's getting better. I got off chemo like three months ago after being on it for three and a half years. So it's getting better. Um, but anyway, the, all of that is to say, uh, I, I, I'm like, I'm I'm much more strict with saying no to anything that adds anything to my plate, you know? Um, and, and that includes friends. I'm like, I have more friends than I, you know, and even more, more, more co uh, colleagues, right. Then I can adequately, uh, um, maintain the quality of relationships that I want. So I'm not, I don't want anymore. You know, right? like I don't want anymore. Like to me, if I were to take on any, and it's both personal and professional friendships, taking on even any one that I take on, now it's harder to maintain the other ones that I've already, that I feel like I'm already falling short. You know, I don't have enough time to connect with everybody and hang out with everybody and add value to everybody in the way that I want to in my heart. So for me, it's, 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 it's just, it's much more of like a, it's an easier no now because I'm really clear on the, the I want quality of relationships versus quantity. That makes sense, man. From more money, more problems to no new friends, right? Like we've traversed <laughs> hip hop. Uh, if I have any more time, I would love to give you back the stage to give the 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 six minute Miracle Morning application to your movie. I don't think you got to say that. The what, huh? 
you said that you were going to share how you're applying the six minute miracle morning to the movie launch. Oh no, the miracle equation to the movie. The miracle launch. equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Well, I'll say, I'll save that for, for, for the last, if we, if we can allow a, a five minutes for that, I'll save it for the, for the end, but thank you for that, Pablo. I appreciate it. You're the man, dude. I really appreciate this, man. Thank you. Absolutely. So you see, that is a real life example of genuine compliment about something that I admire that they did. Starting off with how I see them, how I see myself, qualifying why I know they're apt to answer the question correctly. Then once they answer it, reframe it to have them explain a little bit more or go a little bit more into detail from what you heard. And then I just gave it back to a point you wanted to get to add a little more value. People love the way I asked this question. They reached out to me and really identified with it. Just the same as the first time I did it. So I encourage you, next time, try this and get back to me and tell me not just how good of an answer you got, but who reached out to you afterwards to say they identified with it.